0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the RSM Podcast. That's right, the RSM Podcast, if you were uh, looking for something else. We've we've made some uh, creative decisions to rebrand here, uh, but of course, my name is Scott, and I'm joined uh, by Wes. My, well, not Wes. You're not Wes. I, I'm not Wes Scott. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I am Michael Stuckey.
1: Um, glad to be here.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, you know, Wes... Uh, you know, Wes was obviously with us on staff uh, last semester, but then he is—he has is continued uh, in a different career path. He is in uh, nursing school at UAB, we're really uh, proud of him, but he is insanely busy with that. He's in an intensive program. Hopefully, uh, we can have him in here from time to time, but uh, oh, yeah. you know, the, the show had to go on. It does. The show had Wes, to go on, even under
1: a new name. <laughs> Wes, we love you. We miss you. We're proud of you.
0: Yeah, well, Michael, mm. gosh, it's It's good to have you here. For those of you that don't know, Michael uh, and I went to high school together, graduated together, were roommates in college, uh, small group leaders. I know, man. We've got a history. And now I I run the youth department. You're on the most powerful committee at the church. Really, (laughs) we've really made it. We are the powerhouse right here. This is, uh, yeah. (laughs) That's right. We're taking over. Yeah. Well. So basically, you know, what we want to do in in sort of our, our time. Uh, on, on these podcasts is really kind of talk about sort of uh, real-world issues that, that you may be dealing with um, in your life, and, and then also, you know, having a little fun doing it. Um, so that's kind of the the general philosophy of it, is we are, are now deep into the, not deep, I guess it's only been two days, into the Lenten season, <laughs> uh, and, and Lent is kind of, you know what's, what's strange about Lent, is that it's uh, kind of like this moment where and, and I've said this before, where we, we give up something that's inherently terrible for us. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, if I can just get through, like, 40 whatever days it is uh, of this terrible thing, then I'll just go right back to it. Like, I feel like we're missing the point.
1: Totally. You know, uh, you're you're kind of hinting at things that you spoke on in your sermon, actually, the other yeah. night. Scott, I just want to say, man, uh, <laughs> you, you you rocked the house on Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Um, here at the traditional service. Yeah. So. Um, great job, man.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest, and, and this is sort of like uh, just peeking behind the curtain. Um, I woke up uh, Wednesday morning and really had no idea what I what I wanted to talk about, like none. Yeah. And uh, I was driving back from uh, from Auburn's where my fiance lives, and uh, I, I don't know what I don't know what like came over me, but I just started thinking about. Uh, social media, the internet, how the impact it had on me uh, over the past year and like how angry it made me and, and sort of you know kind of wanting to, to touch on that because it's weird now that like social media is something that it's not just for young people. Totally. Anymore. Like, I mean, there are uh, people of all ages are on social media in some way, shape or form. So it's now, it has a larger impact on a much larger population of people than, than maybe it used to absolutely I, I don't i don't know if you could
1: you know go back in in time and, and ask the creators of these media platforms to say well, what do you think this is going to be in 2020 how is this supposed to be used and um you know I, I certainly couldn't have guessed the at the atmosphere that we are currently in so um i i'd love to talk about let's go back in time yeah and and talk about this social media and because I don't know we're we're in like this unique position because of our age where we lived in a in a time where there was no such thing really as social media um and and now we're in the thick of it and you know we're we're working directly with these kids that have no nothing else that you know they're they're in the midst of it and always have been
0: yeah and and so it does make me feel i felt very old recently because i was uh i was talking to uh a buddy of mine about like we were both we're both like journey fans. It's like one of our favorite bands and we were talking about Great some band. of their new albums that are that are trash after Steve Perry left. But they came out <laughs> with an album in two thousand one. I was like, Oh yeah, one of their new ones back in two thousand one. And in my brain I'm like that's almost twenty years ago now. <laughs> when their new albums one of their new albums back in in two thousand one. Uh, I think we were like the seventh grade. Yeah, we're very young. But uh I like I remember when we first got internet at yeah. our house. Yeah. And, and I remember the guy came over and put our computer together and showed us the internet. And it was so slow, but, you know, you go to Yahoo pretty much, and Yahoo, like, got you wherever you wanted to go. Or AOL. Or AOL. Yeah. I remember uh, the first time getting in, into a chat room, which was a thing that you guys, a lot of you, especially young men, have zero clue what that life was like. Just kind of getting into, the, putting... Given a name, you didn't have to have, get any of the information about yourself, just a name, uh, some sort of screen name, and then you were just on this thing where you could just talk to people. <laughs> and you didn't know who you were talking you to. You had no idea. It, it's like group me but in a group of strangers. And, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's exactly <laughs> and, right. and no
0: one's using their real name. <laughs> yeah, no one's using their real name. Uh, some people are not using their, their real age, uh, gender, or anything like that. I remember uh, my, my friends and I being uh, dumb when we were... 10 or 11 <laughs> would uh i feel like i know where you're going with this but yeah well yeah we'd get on the uh we get on the in the chat rooms and, and be girls <laughs> i mean they just would I mean, it was like as before we knew what
1: catfishing catfish was. We was we were, we were exactly early catfishers um yeah we'll let your uh, parents explain that one to you yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, then i think so the first one i remember First, one I remember becoming a big deal when we were at Spain Park was MySpace. Oh yeah, MySpace was actually I, I remember hearing
1: about it in yeah. middle school actually, but I, I didn't even care to check it out. But you, you're right, MySpace was there. Um, was the, what was the guy's name? That everyone he Tom. Was, Tom. Yeah. Tom was the creator <laughs> of MySpace, and he was friends with everyone because he yeah. he made himself like the default friend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember. Uh, like this is what people don't get that there was a time um, where MySpace was like the thing. Oh yeah, it was the thing. Like you could you created your own profile, <laughs> uh, you could have like your favorite music, everything. Pretty much everything that a Facebook profile originally was. You could have music playing. Oh yeah, uh, in the background. You think you could have a video? It was it was crazy. Pick like, your what favorite
1: you, song. Yeah, like like customize the background yeah. completely. I mean, you were like actually using HTML yes. practically too. Decorate this page that was you. Yeah, you know? it was
0: you, yeah. and and oh my gosh, I uh, I don't. You obviously can't find your MySpace page uh, anymore, but I remember. I don't know why I remember this, but I remember, like, the picture that was my profile shot, and it was me kind of looking off to the right with a backward snapback <laughs> hat on, and I had – I used to have this, like, long, flowing hair, and I had this, like, white puka shell necklace on. Uh, and a, I was, remember that, Scott. That, yeah, was, uh, that was good times. that was a wild ride.
1: <laughs> I was just coming into my own. Man. Oh, my gosh. MySpace, man. That was uh, – what a trip.
0: Yeah, and then um, – and I remember when we were juniors or seniors when Facebook? No, man, we were younger than that. But Facebook became something that we could have. I I got it when we were sophomores. Wow. Okay, so I was one year off. You wow. I mean
1: you but I I know though, but it, look, just think about that how early that was and it, um oh, yeah. I mean oh, that's uh crazy. It, Facebook was a thing that you had to go to a university, a college. You had to have a .edu yeah. email address to sign up for, and then Mark Zuckerberg was like, "Hey, let's let high school students join this." Yeah,
0: thing. yeah. I think what's what's crazy about Facebook is if you watch the movie Social Network, which I highly encourage because it's an unbelievable movie. Um, you see that like the original intention. When he steals the idea allegedly from the the yeah. Winklevoss twins, <laughs> when he steals the idea, like their whole thing is, it, you know, it's gonna be exclusive. You gotta have a dot edu yeah email address. It's exclusive. It's exclusive, and that was like the original idea. Like I remember going to Auburn to like visit my brother, and he had it, and and thinking it was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. It was like
1: kind of like a an online yearbook, but yeah, but with way more information. I guess and yeah and they really encourage you to write down as much as possible and this is before anybody knew what data mining was it's like yes. tell us tell us what your religion is tell us what your favorite color is tell us your mom's maiden name oh maybe you know they didn't ask us our social security number but Pretty i wouldn't it, I, I feel like i would have put it in yeah if they would asked me just because that was how exciting it seemed
0: yeah it, and it used to just be this like one page it was this one page where, like, you had your picture and you had all your information about yourself, and that was pretty much it. Right. And then, uh, and then came like a wall where you mm-hmm. could you could write on someone else's wall or you could write on your own.
1: Michael was here. Yes. W- your statuses. W U Z. Yeah. And and
0: I had to uh, <laughs> I confess this I think to you last week, but I had to go back to some of my original statuses in two thousand five, two thousand six, and uh, delete them because um, it's not, there There was nothing, it's not like it was a terrible thing, but they were just sort of jokes that I thought were funny that I was like, alright, well, if, if someone found these now, they may not think it was that funny.
1: Those jokes didn't age well, maybe? They didn't age
0: well. <laughs> they didn't age well. Um, yeah, but gosh, even going back and looking at, like, my old profile pictures from high school, and it's really sad when I think about how much hair I used to have, but... It's crazy, and then uh, you know I remember I remember the game changer for me with Facebook is when they came out with Facebook Chat, and, and all of your friends you could just like instantly chat with, and that just like crushed me. I think it was my fresh or freshman or sophomore year of college, when that became a thing, and uh, but Facebook was pretty much it, for a for a pretty extended period of time. Like this was the social media platform that, like, everyone had. And it kept expanding, expanding, Mm -hmm. expanding. And what I thought was, okay, eventually they'll expand to the older generations, which it has, and that'll end up, they'll end up killing themselves off because younger people won't want to be a part of that. They'll look for something else because it's no longer cool. Exactly. And now it's, like, you know, one of the biggest companies in the world, so obviously I was wrong. I
1: I don't know if you're necessarily wrong, though. Like, I I do think that younger people are they'll they will question whether or not to get on there yeah but maybe maybe it's just a uh like a time thing like they they don't do it now but they'll do it when they get in their 20s yeah and then (laughs) you know who knows but i'm uh Eh, we'll, we'll we'll talk negative stuff later. I think. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: We'll just we'll just talk about the positives. Then, <clears throat> I feel like you can correct me if I'm wrong. The next thing that I remember happening was Twitter. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Twitter next too. I think Twitter was next, and it was just sort of this. I it's another one of those things that, like, when I first saw it, I didn't understand what the point was. Me too. Okay, you get 140 characters or whatever it is, to, to just write out your thoughts, and that's what people would do. The, the sort of year one Twitter and you can go back and, and look at this stuff literally all people do would say hey I'm going to do this now yeah they're, they're, just, not, they're not having conversations they're not having conversations
1: just, it, I, I equated it to like a shortened Facebook status yes and I was like why would I want to get Twitter why would I want to do this that, like I've already got Facebook I'm just I'm literally just writing Um, I think I'll go see a movie today
0: yeah yeah that was it that was it like uh, you're know, going to Whole Foods yeah, period yeah And everybody's like, oh my gosh, Shaq's going to Whole Foods. But (laughs) I I think, also what's crazy is if you think about sort of uh, like year one Facebook and year one Twitter, like how clean it was. Oh yeah. Like how the interface was so clean, how the functionality was so basic. And that was sort of one of the things they said, hey, everything's, and now think about how ridiculous it all is and how like convoluted all the apps because they keep trying to add something with every update. They have mutated. They mutated. And so you kind of like, I didn't think that Twitter would ever, you know, take the place of Facebook because they were just completely different concepts. But then when Instagram became a thing, I think we were out of college by then.
1: No, we were in college. But we were like older. It, it, I think we were, because I, I was, as they say in the biz, an early adopter. Um, oh, wow. That was a little, that's kind
0: of braggy. I'm sorry. Um... Yeah, I think we were
1: sophomores or juniors,
0: maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't have it. I remember I, like, stayed away from it and didn't have it until, like, 2013 or 2014. Okay. I just kind of refused to have Instagram because I didn't understand it. And this is just sort of, like, how my brain is sometimes, like, behind the times and not understanding what's going to be. All right, like I said, why would anybody want to sit there and scroll through 140 characters of somebody's thoughts? Well, now... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Uh, And then Instagram, I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you just post, uh, you're just posting pictures, like one, one little picture or whatever. And then just, and I remember thinking, okay, so we've gone from Facebook, where you could like write novels on there, and people did, people still do, uh, to Twitter, which is under 40 characters. Now we're at pictures. And I remember thinking, man, we are just dumbing this down to the lowest common denominator. And then Snapchat came out, and it dumbed <laughs> exactly. it down even more.
1: Ah, uh, jeez. Well, back to Instagram real quick. I always, I always thought it was, like the the artsy. You know, I'm gonna show off this yeah. cool picture that I took. Yeah. And um, it is not that anymore. It's to not to me. It is like brand after brand ad, and then a the bunch of meme accounts. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's. <laughs> It's yeah. it's totally mutated like like we said the others have too, but um yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you talk about um, Snapchat oh. right afterwards. It's 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 Twitter I, I don't know. You no, know, it's more like it's it's mostly akin
0: to Instagram, but it's like yeah.
1: take this photo, send it to your friend and, it's and then gone. it's gonna
0: disappear. It's gonna disappear, which is which is all nice and cute, except that, you know. It stays somewhere. It's not true. It's not true. It disappears from your phone. But it's still somewhere, <laughs> and and then don't don't be mistaken about that. If, yes. they, if somebody wanted to find it, they could. But um, yeah, and and Snapchat's the one that I still, I still haven't been able to figure it out. Mentally, I haven't been able to figure out like what's the point. Like I get. I can get Instagram, I can get Facebook, I can get Twitter, Instagram specifically because like you get like a number of likes or whatever and, and you can kind of just, uh, you know, Heisman on people for what you're doing in your life and make your life look oh, yes. better than it really is, which we'll talk about here in here in a bit. Um, but Snapchat, I, what do you, why? What is the deal with it? Like. We could have a Snapchat conversation where we're just sending each other pictures of our faces. Exactly. Back and forth like a sentence. It's like, okay, well, we we can text, and I know what you look like. (laughs) Um, And and I just don't... But you can't see my face, Scott. I I want you to see my reaction to your words. Yeah, and and just a little bit about (laughs) me. Like, uh, we had our um, pictures taken for... Kind of our our directory here at the church, and and they asked me, he's like, "Do you want your address to be in the directory?" He's like, "Absolutely not, because I don't <laughs> I don't really ever want anybody to know where I live, or I there's I don't want people to know what I'm doing on an everyday basis." Yeah, anybody. Yeah, and uh, I think that we've become in such a weird world where uh, we seem to be hypersensitive about like our own. We talk about like we're sensitive about our own privacy, and we don't want the government, but then we'll just tell the world exactly where we are at all times and what we're doing and what we're wearing and all this other crap. Mm -hmm. It makes zero sense. Oh, Scott's on vacation. Let me
1: go rob his house Yeah, right now. Yeah. Because I I literally know he's
0: out of the country. He's out of the country. He's not here. (laughs) Well, He can try to rob. There ain't nothing in there that you're going to want. Maybe my second television. But I think that it's crazy that sort of like the ecosystem of social media platforms... Is where it is, but what's also kind of hilarious is that uh, one of, I think maybe the second biggest company in the world, Google, is Google the second or the first? I they are
1: they are top two. They've got to be. They're up there. No idea. But what's
0: crazy is like, of of all these social medias that exist, like you know Snapchat, uh, TikTok now, which don't even I think that's insane. Yeah. Um, and Instagram and Facebook, which are the same company now. That Google tried and failed miserably. At this, miserably. Yeah, I, I wrote down
1: Google Plus. Yeah, and Google I Plus. was like, "We got to talk about this because it's, it's not a thing anymore." Yeah. Um, I think they're. I mean, they're really trying to replicate the Facebook model, and yeah. just have an alternative to it. But they were just, in my opinion, very late to the game.
0: Yeah, they were, and, and I think, you know, Google is kind of notorious for shotgunning out a lot of software and then they'll just like kill it off pretty quick they just like keep firing off things some of it where some of it doesn't the one thing that they got rid of that really took me off was inbox because i loved inbox is like my my gmail mail Oh, that was your the app yeah yeah but you know all this to sort of like talk about like you know we live in a world now uh, where we are constantly surrounded where social media pretty much Um, Infects every part of our being. Oh yeah, every part of our being, and um, you know know, there is. I think there are some there's some positives to that. I I think I think we are connected, and maybe we know more than we did before from an education standpoint. Um, With maybe like Twitter or Facebook, you can you have more access to information that maybe you didn't have before. Which I don't. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. Fake Um, news. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so you know, we're we're more connected as a world. Maybe maybe it makes the world feel smaller. But man, I can't. I, I it's had it's had some severe negative consequences too. Oh yeah, severe. I was having a, a conversation with another guy on staff, and and he was talking about uh, how like Harvard, Harvard uh, did a study, um, kind of in the in the decade after the iPhone came out, the first iPhone, and talked about how after the uh, introduction of the iPhone, from then until uh, 10 years later, like how the rates of their own students who had to uh, go see a counselor or had to deal with depression or anxiety, like just skyrocketed. It went up almost like 75 to 100%. And, And I don't think that's coincidence. I don't think it's because, you know, the world's gotten harder or anything like that. I think that these, these devices and these sort of social media platforms on those devices are psychologically doing something to us. Absolutely. I, I mean,
1: I, I think the contrary of life getting hard. I mean, yeah. I, I think that things are way more convenient now than ever. Um, you can order food from uh, – you could be in the middle of a park and you can have someone bring you food from your favorite restaurant.
0: Yeah, which Which is, look, it's just crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, so that that's extremely convenient. Uh, you can um, you can hire a taxi with your phone. Yeah, an Uber, a Lyft. You know, like there's all kinds of. And I know that that's that's just speaking towards technology, but things are um, things in this world have progressed. So yeah, what what is what is it then that yeah. is causing this psychological issues? Yeah,
0: and and I think that you can I think you can easily look at say uh, the mobile phone first um, going from a time where uh, you know if, if you just had like a computer and that was all you had like and your cell phone was nothing but a thing that you made phone calls on which my first one was as was yours right <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and so like say you know we have jobs and so you're at the office and you get done at five you go home that's it you're done you'll come back the next morning you'll start your job over again but now since you have this device with email and all this stuff on it there's constant contact where people can get to you all the time and there's this built-in expectation with it. So I think that's, that's part of it. But the other, the other part is like that our brains have become, uh, so infected with this stuff and, and it, and it really, and, and you can tell me what you think about this. It really kind of plays into that one thing about human nature that we all don't want to admit is that we all have security issues. We all have security issues. It's like who we are. And yeah. we're looking for affirmation. Absolutely. And and social media gives us a platform for attempted affirmation. None of it's real, which is the problem with it. If it was all real affirmation that we actually got something deeper out of, then, then I don't think we'd be here. But what it's proving is that it's all fake. None of it's real. It, it creates an intense amount of, uh, fear of missing out. It creates, uh, an intense amount of comparison because all you're seeing on Instagram, uh, is everyone's best self. You're seeing everyone smiling all the time. You're not seeing what's inside. So you see exactly. someone smiling all the time. Like I want what they have. Yeah. Why, why am I not as happy as that person? Why am I not as happy as that person? Wait, um, what's
1: wrong with me? Because yeah. I can't live that life.
0: Yeah. Why, why don't I have why don't I get as many likes? when I have as many followers? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Um, you know, I post a picture of myself, uh, you know, all, all dolled up, as they say in the biz. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, this one person that I really hope liked it didn't like it. And so now I'm yeah. shattered. Yeah. When maybe that person just wasn't on their phone. But, like, it, that's what's crazy. And, and I, I, like, have gotten into that. You know, I've sort of gotten better about it as time has gone on. But there was a, a time... Um, when I was younger, not I say younger, but like three or four years ago, where, where I would live and die off of, of Instagram post. like I posted on Instagram or put something, uh, put one of my sermons on Facebook. And, and it, when people reacted to it in a positive way or said things about it underneath, like that gave me this jolt of energy. Totally. But it was all fake because it would all go yeah. away. Yeah, none and, of it's real, and then you kind of it's like a, like a sugar high. Like you yeah.
1: you've had a bunch of sugar, you got so much energy, and all of a sudden you just like wham, you are you are tired, you are yeah. knocked out, and and you feel really bad physically. Yeah, you um, feel really bad physically. You know, I, I <laughs> listeners, you may ask, like, who are you guys to like have an opinion or an authority uh, on this subject? And I, I guess what I would say to that is just, I felt this like you're yeah. like you're saying, Scott. I have. I have recognized that this is a thing that I felt and I've yeah. and I've I've talked to people, I've observed it it's um, I don't know. I see it in myself and it scares me and um, the only way I can think to battle it is just to remove myself.
0: Yeah and I think we're in a unique position in the fact, that we remember when it didn't exist, right. You know, a lot of our, uh, you know, in our church here, a lot of our middle and high schoolers, they don't really remember a time when, when social media didn't exist or when they didn't have access to an iPhone. Most all of their first phones were probably iPhones or, or some other smart device, um, you know, an LG, uh, Droid Max, or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, like, you know... So they don't really remember a time like social media has and smartphones have been a part of their life for for as yeah. long as they can remember it. So they don't remember what it was like before, right? Yeah, but we do, and so it's kind of one of those things when you remember something else and you start going through this, you you it's, you realize something's wrong.
1: Yeah, you, you see the pattern or you see the the cracks, and you're like, okay, what yeah. what was there before? And then okay, peel yeah. It back. So what's
0: crazy is um, myself and uh, Brittany, who who works here in the youth office with me. Um, who, if you're if you go to our church, you know what I'm talking about it. But if you don't, she works here with yeah. me. Um, but you know we decided that we were gonna give up social media for Lent. That was just sort of the thing we were gonna do for for the forty whatever days in Lent we we're gonna give it up. And what's crazy is you know we're both adults, we're both adults. Yeah. And these first like few days uh, since Wednesday, cause it's only been two days. Um, of us, uh, when this comes out, it'll be a few more days, but. Um, of us like trying not to to get on social media deleting the apps like you wake up in the morning you pick up your phone like this morning I woke up picked up my phone I was like alright what do I do because I'm used to instantly going to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever and just starting to read stuff yeah it's like what do I do exactly And um, and she was talking about the same thing yesterday when we were talking about it she said I mean I almost like I wanted to look up who this person was, and I got like anxiety because I couldn't do it. Yeah, like you almost get the jitters, and it, and it's an addiction. You're addicted to this thing, and and I haven't seen a study that says this, but I guarantee you it's true that that what this this stuff does to your brain is like chemically changes it to a point where it is like an addiction.
1: No, I I think that's completely true. Yeah. I you know when you when you get those likes, when somebody double taps that photo, yeah. you you get that heart it's it there's this boost of oxytocin in your brain which is the same chemical you get when you when you consume like sugar or you know when somebody has nicotine in a cigarette it's it's like it's the same chemical and so that that exchange happens and and then you're left with this emptiness and so your brain when it feels that it needs more right you know um it's crazy to me. Yeah, because it's virtual. It's not real. It's not it, You real. can't hold it. I I just I can't fathom that. And I I make, I make websites for a living. Yeah, like it's those are so yeah. they're not real. Also, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just sort of, and I think like for me, I know that if it's like it's hard for it's hard for us to to give it up, to get away from it, to detach from it. But like we know it's important. I can't even imagine like some of our students who. I mean, my whole life's not wrapped up in it in the same way, because um, I mean, I have a lot of other things that I have to worry about on a day. But for for them, it's it's such like an attachment, such a, a touch point for them that uh, it's kind of frightening. It's it's all fr- it's all frightening to me. Like I've I think we've talked about before. Like sometimes I feel like the old man yelling at a cloud uh, about <laughs> about all these things, right? Um, because I think there's a lot of people in our generation that, that feel this way. That, that we're the ones that are looking at this it's like, alright, something's, something's bad wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. And what's crazy is, is how, especially on Facebook, how sort of the ramifications of this are really kind of playing out across all generations now. Yes. If you get on Facebook, uh, right now, start scrolling through, and you're going to see uh, some people of of the generations above us being extremely upset on Facebook. And and very honest, and about, very honest about their feelings. About their feelings. And um, this is one of the things that I said uh, in my sermon, because I think it's 100% true, is that the biggest evil or biggest issue facing the church today is not... Uh, us becoming too much like the culture or us not becoming enough like the culture, the biggest evil is our increasing inability to, to love one another in spite of our differences. Yeah, We have become, you look at our political parties, how polarized they are, and it's the same thing here in the church. It's the same thing. Absolutely. And um, I can't help but believe that having having access uh, to things like Facebook where you read these extreme opinions on either side plays a direct role into increasing the level of hatred that we feel. Hatred. Yes. Hatred for, uh, for people that don't think like us. And, and to bring it all to religion, I can't imagine, I can't imagine that, that if Jesus was here right now looking at all this, that he would be exactly satisfied with how his people were treating one another. I, I, I agree, man.
1: You know, I, I think of that that one faithful weekend in November here in Alabama, the state where we've got these two enormous football teams that, yeah. that battle, and and but the battle on social media, oh yeah, that's where it takes place, and um, people lose friends. People, I don't know. There's a 365 days of um, I'm going to get you back next year, yeah, for what, that thing that you said to me. Yeah, you know, and it's I, you're exactly right. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, I think Jesus will be disappointed.
0: Extremely. Because I'm disappointed in myself. So am I. And I, I don't Look, know. That's one of the. That was one of the things that, like, I um, that sort of, um, sort of spurred me into, to preaching the sermon that I ended up preaching. Like I said, I woke up Wednesday and didn't know what I was doing and. And I actually said this in the thing where uh, the first thing I did was I got on Facebook and I scrolled like two scrolls and instantly got angry because I read something from someone that I didn't agree with and it just made me mad. And so I started my day mad, angry, so mad. I remember um, I used to post pictures on Instagram uh, like at night or whatever. And I would go to, and it's like, see how many likes I had before I went to bed. And if I woke up and there's like only a few more people that liked the picture, I get so mad and upset and wonder what was going on like my whole goal was to set like records yeah
1: personal best like i thought people liked me why, why would they not
0: me. why would they not like my photo yeah totally yeah and it's crazy like it says i think it plays into our, our own insecurities uh that we're looking for something and and the reason why that has become such an issue is because those insecurities are never going to be met by that. Yeah. And we're it's making us miss the things that, that do provide um kind of affirmation for who you are. And and those are like that's real community.
1: Yeah, you mean like in the sense of we are spending our time yeah. on these digital devices yeah. when we could be spending time with Real people in the real world.
0: Yeah, the amount of and look I've been guilty of this, so I'm gonna raise my hand and say it happens to me too. But the amount of times like I've seen a group of our students like sitting around a table together, they're sitting around a table and every single one of is on their phone. Yeah. If you if you took and this is what I've always told them about Snapchat, if you took videos of yourself on your device, doing these things, it would be the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen because you look crazy. Yeah, we look crazy mm-hmm. when we're doing it. We're not talking to one another across the table, having real conversations. We're sending people pictures that are going to disappear in ten seconds. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Totally, that's who we've become. And um, and I just can't I can't encourage people enough. Like the, the reason for Lent is to. Um, is to kind of find those maybe problem areas in your life to, to fight through and get rid of them and replace them with something better. Um, look, maybe we're crazy or whatever, but, but I believe if you replaced the, the two, three-plus hours that you're on social media with real contact with human beings, real community-type um, stuff, and, and with prayer, and, and maybe even reading your Bible, I guarantee you that when Easter comes, you will feel like a completely different person. It's gonna pay dividends. It'll pay dividends when when I was uh, yeah. when I was living in Texas and going through a really kind of difficult time in life. One of the things that I was encouraged to do was to give up social media, and so I did for for a few months uh, when I was going through uh, the roughest part of it, and it and it helped change me as a person. It helped me get through it better than I would have because um, I like actually had to call people to hang out um, and. and it was just kind of transforming for me so that's like why I was almost excited to do this yeah and, and I I like the fact that if I if I look at my phone right now there's nothing I can do on it I can I can get on the internet and all that other stuff but I don't do that much yeah I can't do anything and and maybe I'm not getting the most out of my, my iPhone and and so I need to just go back to getting like a you know one of those little palm guys yeah Ooh. yeah but
1: I can't imagine doing
0: that. I, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a crazy idea,
1: but I, I think for those that have done it, it, it works for them. You know? Yeah,
0: it does. It does. And, and I, um, the Ron Swanson model, just having a, a phone that just clips on your belt. <laughs> but, I don't know, man. Um, it's, uh, you know, we live in an interesting world, and it's going to be with sort of the problems that persist. And, and it doesn't seem like it's getting better. But what I do sense is that there's hope in the fact that conversations are being had about it. There are studies being done. There are smart people, smarter than us, that are dealing with it. Some of the social media platforms, I think, sense that that they're not doing good by what their original intentions were. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see sort of uh, what goes on uh, as we go forward. But, man, I thought about MySpace this week because I was listening to a podcast. There's a... The Office Ladies is a podcast. that yeah, uh, yeah. Jenna Fisher and Angela, Angela Kinsey, right? That's yes, from, yeah, from uh, from the Office, do where they basically go through uh, every episode of the Office, sort of give a behind scenes view. It's pretty, it's pretty fascinating. Um, kind of annoying sometimes, but pretty fascinating. But uh, they were talking about how, and they're talking about season two, how they used to, to like blog on their MySpace pages. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, uh, man, man. What's crazy that MySpace didn't make it in spite of the fact that it was kind of first, really first to kind of a mainstream thing. If you look at like stats, it like was destroying everything for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. And it was so ahead of everything else for a long time. And then even like Justin Timberlake like bought a huge port and it nothing nothing worked. And it just died. I I feel like this is
1: just a the theory I just had. I, I feel like it's the exclusivity of facebook that did away with that it's like oh i'm i'm not part of that club yeah i want to be yeah so as soon as it became available i'm in yeah i got an invite yeah remember we had to get an invite to facebook
0: that's right oh my i I do remember that
1: golly i can't remember who sent me my invitation
0: but um i think you sent me mine did i i think so oh my gosh yeah <laughs> thanks man You've hey you're welcome i destroyed your life <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> well now we're here fixing each other yeah you know? and this was before so, i you know we were in high school but we had what was do you remember the first email address you had uh i
1: had one i had one in like elementary school we, yeah weirdly but um this one was in middle school and i'm like it's hilariously bad
0: yeah, yeah, yeah it was
1: big stucco 65 <laughs> and i think it was a hot <laughs> of course it was i was like i'm taller than everybody else and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take my last
0: name which everyone already calls me by and make it better that's right <laughs> here's my nickname gosh i just uh I, when you first like you get an email address and that was so awesome and there's still people with hotmail addresses. They're still out there. Brad. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was a hotmail as well. I think it was Scotty underscore B underscore 21. Guy, you really missed the, the opportunity to be like, Scotty too hotty. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Well, I didn't know Scotty who that wrestle was at the time. Yeah, 88. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that was how we didn't have these, like, you know, one, five, six, seven, blah, blah, blah at – HCS-schools.net or whatever, you Hoover City School. Yeah, kids' email addresses are which is another nightmare. God, but simplify the system. Simplify Come things. On. Just like how we did it at Auburn. Your initials, a few letters, and then at whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, man. Well, this has been a what we call an enriching conversation. Absolutely. This has been enriching. I feel. And, I feel enriched. Yeah, and, and if you have, uh, I, I don't. I don't know uh, what brought you to listening to this, but. But, but maybe you're someone out there that's uh, looking for 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 a place to belong and looking for somewhere uh, that you can call home that, that accepts you for who you are, no matter where you come from or what you look like. Uh, you know, we want to be uh, that youth ministry for you here at River Chase. Um, we have activities on Wednesday nights at six o'clock and on Sundays uh, for middle schoolers at five. Then we have in-home small groups for our high school students and a lot of really cool stuff. Just had discovery. Uh, which is our massive uh, weekend that we have every single year, and it was awesome. I uh, got some cool mission trips coming up. Um, or if you're looking for a church home in general, Riverside UMC, 1953 Old Montgomery Highway, right here in Hoover. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, guys. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Scott. Let's
1: see you guys.